Chartoff, your host of Film Wax Radio. It is Friday, May 7th, 2021, and this is episode 667. We've got two great segments. By the way, if you want to watch them on YouTube, you can. They're both there. You know, a lot of content is on YouTube. Even stuff that doesn't make it to this audio podcast is available on the Film Wax Radio, which is really morphing into just Film Wax because now it's Film Wax TV. Anyhow. You can go to youtube.com slash filmwaxradio and find even more conversations about film and the arts there that don't make it onto the podcast. All to say there are extra things that are, and it's only going to grow on the YouTube channel. So we have uh, two segments, as I mentioned. First one up here is Filmwax friend Craig Zobel, who's been on a few times. You know, this is his third visit, and he was on the first time back years years and years ago. It's got to be seven, eight years ago, with an independent film called Compliance. And um, it's a crazy film. You should check it out if you haven't seen it. Watch Compliance. And, you know, it stars among its cast, Ann Dowd, who uh, also did the podcast with Craig that first time, talking about Compliance. And, you know, now she's a huge star on um, The Handmaid's Tale. And um, Craig is also blown up. I mean, you know, I had him on a year ago, just as, the, as soon as the, we were in a quarantining. He agreed to talk about this last feature film, which was called The Hunt. And now he's back directing the entire seven-episode limited series called Mayor of Easttown. And it, of course, stars among its you know, luminary ridden cast, the great Kate Winslet. But it's chock full of other great actors. And among them in the support in a supporting role is, is, is somebody who's been on the show, Neil Huff. I'm just mentioning that because he did a show, one of the shows years ago. Anyway, Craig Zobel is my first guest here. We'll get to him in a moment and then we'll follow up. I'll talk in the next intro about the cast of and director of a new independent film called Beast Beast, which is currently uh, uh, out there. It's uh, on, you can stream it off of Art House websites, and I think it's on demand on cable. It's called, again, Beast Beast. We have the director, Danny Madden, as well as his brother, who's in the cast, Will Madden, and Shirley Chen, and uh, Jose Angeles, who are the two other young actors who comprise the cast of this film. They'll, they'll be here in a little while. We'll talk about that film after my conversation with Craig, who directed this murder mystery. Uh, it's a dark story about a very close, tight-knit community in Pennsylvania who, uh, you know, they're going through dark times. And But it is worth watching. I think they've they put up three or four episodes. So you're, if catch up fast, as I say in this conversation with Craig. You're getting up to, I've seen the first five episodes, and I could tell you, it goes crazy. It's great. <laughs> it's, I can't wait for the next, uh, the last two episodes. I have to wait a few more weeks, but uh, I'm looking forward to that. So without any he- he- further hesitation, here is 
old friend of the podcast, Craig Zobel, only here on Film Wax Radio. I want to thank everyone for joining us to celebrate the proudest moment in East Town sports history. And finally, Miss Lady Hawk herself, Mayor Sheehan! See this yet? Big write-up in the Tribune. I'm going to frame it and hang it up in your office. Yeah, please. Yeah. My daughter's been missing for exactly one year, and the police aren't doing anything. What's your mother doing? She's being the hero. <laughs> yeah. the house is my ex-husband to move into. He has to buy the one right behind mine. Well, I heard he got a really good deal on it. <laughs> Good, thank you. Yeah, yeah, it was like a year ago, right, where we talked for the hunt, something like that, right, right around then. Yeah, you know, yeah, I was a little late there too. Um, I have to. I'm trying to get ahead of the game, but uh, it's not working out yet. <laughs> but in um, a, yeah, good, to, good to see you again. Same here. Yeah, I, 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 in a way though, if I post, I think this is good timing though, because this is now three episodes of Mayor of Easttown has has aired correct or dropped that's right i don't know depending on how people are watching i think right unless i'm mistaken yeah no that's correct okay so we're getting close to some big big episodes in this seven episode arc or limited series so in a way this is good timing because if you're if you're if you're watching this before uh, somewhere around the third fourth episode uh, or rather if you're watching this and it's around the time that those episodes are going catch up quick (laughs) <laughs> Catch up quick because it's getting crazy in a minute. It's yeah, really um, hopefully, uh, ho- hopefully, we uh, we keep um, we keep uh, the pace going uh, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I'm going to reveal several spoilers uh, over the course of the next fifteen twenty minutes. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> what better way to? There's there's some to to. I mean, my goodness. There's a lot of. This there's a lot of what what do you call um, red herrings or I mean you know there's just so sure, it, it, red herrings that's what I call them yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of fun it's, it's a, like you know like you always have to have like that's what's so fun about about a uh, about a murder mystery is like a murder mystery always has certain things always has a victim always has killer always has a detective of some sort you know and then it always has at least two suspects and this one it was like well let's just try to have as many people be in the suspect category as possible you know yeah exactly sure sure i think you need is is to call in detective colombo (laughs) yeah did you know that the first couple the first colombo episode was directed by steven spielberg i just learned that the other day well i knew that I did not remember that fact, but that's incredible. Have you been watching it on uh, Peacock? <laughs> no, I, I guess I need to. It's been years since I've seen it, but it kind of makes more sense to me, I guess. Like, because I was always like, how did, how did Peter Falk, who is like from a totally different, like you know, the Casavetti's like team of like, you know, super artsy like, like indie actors of that time, like it then he became you know Columbo with this like household name. Well, I'm I like, think, oh. I mean, you know, well, we're coming back, folks, to the HBO smash hit limited series, Mayor of Easttown, starring Kate Winslet 
and directed by Craig Zobel. We'll come around. But just to finish this up, I think, well, he was doing Columbo much earlier on, but he, uh, you know, he, he was, he, I don't know how he got any work. I mean, you know, uh, given that he had one eye and, you know, it was the, he did yeah. a lot of odds. That guy, Peter Falk is just yeah, so, did, that guy. must have been very <laughs> beloved. I so, oh, amazing. Amazing. Uh, oh, my, sorry to bother you. Ma'am, ma'am, is that your car? You know, I just, I just love that. <laughs> one more thing, ma'am. Sorry to bother you. Sorry. Pardon me. Anyway. Well, this is uh, sh- this is like a great uh, unlikely detective. She's sort of uh, going through a tough times. I mean, just about everybody in this <laughs> in this series seems to be going through a tough time. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take right? it. I agree. <laughs> well, they're all dealing. They are all dealing with like you know. They are a community. I mean, they're a very tight community, right? They're, they're this is in a small town in Pennsylvania right and it's it's an extended family i mean you know you get that, that. that's right yeah the idea is like it's it's one of these they call them the collar counties around philadelphia um and it, the the um are kind of their own each one is their own kind of special you know little world and and the hope was that um that we like made it feel like like these are people that have been in each other's lives for so long that they like know all of the backstories of everyone. Um, and, and, and there certainly is, you know, I think, in, you know, and every, it, it, everyone has some sort of grief or like thing in their past, but like these people know everybody's business. So. Yeah. Sure. And it, not, it, nobody is at, it's like, nobody's surprised that somebody they know might be a murderer either. It's like, it's a, everybody kind of takes that and stri- yeah, yeah. Cause, People are kind of shady around here and dark, and you know, it's it's not yet. <laughs> I mean, you know, where I am, I'd be like, "There's no way anybody I know in my inner circle could kill somebody." But I guess, you know, um, I, I want to talk about the casting. So, tell me a little bit. Um, I mean, I, you're a director for hire, right? You've got a relationship with HBO. They're obviously very happy. You didn't bring this, so you were brought on, right? That's right. This was one that they came to me, actually. Yeah. Um, um, and I didn't bring this to them, but right. um, but I liked it. I was like, this is great. Let's do it. Yeah, sure. Do, um, of course. It's what what an opportunity, and um, it, it's just such a so um, the acting talent in this is just so uh, amazing it's so fun to watch, you know, it's just, it's I, like, I, I agree. Like I was just so every day I was so excited to go to work and to see who, you know, who was today that was going to face off against who else in the cast. Everybody was so strong, but. Right. You could you tell know, by the, su- can... the supporting actors, you know, you can, you should tell a lot by who's cast in the supporting roles because you know, there's some uh, just amazing people. I will, well, Jean Smart, of course, plays Mare's mother. Now, was Anne Dowd angry that she didn't get this role? <laughs> Anne is, uh, was on uh, Handmaid's Tale at this point, so, <laughs> wow. so um, she's probably not angry at all. I think she's like, got yeah, her right. mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but man, it's so great to get to work on, uh, work on something with Jean. She's really amazing. I, I was kind of teasing because that's how you and I originally met was through with Anne. through Anne. I don't know if you recall that, but coming off of Compliance, which is an early indie you directed, in case you didn't know or forgot. And <laughs> and that was great fun. And then I was reminded, coincidentally, talking to my girlfriend that, that 
I had the pleasure of doing a Q&A with Anne through some, maybe it was the Spirit Awards or Gotham Awards, but they had some screening in New York. And I, I did a Q&A with her. I was very, felt very lucky. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I'm so proud and excited for Anne. Yeah. She's getting to do so much cool you're, stuff. You're, you're responsible. I think that that role might have been what tipped her into. She's that. responsible, but thank you. <laughs> Years of yeah. decades of theater and incredible <laughs> work. Yeah. But let's, so Jean Smart, though she she's amazing as always. Getting and and Guy Pierce, who's the who's yeah. the guy though who plays? He's the guy who comes in from the county. They send in to help Mayor uh, Evan Peters. Yeah, Evan Peters. How do well, I know him? Mayor. Because I keep. He, he he's he's an American Horror Story. He was kind of like where I think most people know him from. Which one? Um, American Horror Story. Oh, okay, that might be it. Yeah. He also just did a like a cool turn on uh, WandaVision, um, where he plays uh, Pietro. Uh, if you've watched that, he plays uh, Wanda Maximoff's brother. I see. Um, um, and then uh, uh, rounding out the cast. Well, uh, well, there's a very uh, big cast here, but I'm kind of want to talk to. Uh, well, I want to mention Neil Huff also because he's uh, done. Sure. He's in the cast. He plays a, the a local priest, and he he uh, he's such a great character actor too. He's one say, of these like, guys that's in a lot of stuff, uh, and you know, you won't recognize him from thing to thing because he kind of fades into the role and into the movie very deceptively. Yeah, he's incredible like that, and I, and I would say like that was like you know the the hope with everybody was that we were getting people that are like the best the best that we could get that also you know it's a it's a it's a big cast so you know like you want to make sure that people have a moment to 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 shine but that we were like have had really amazing people in every role you know um julian nicholson i think is amazing uh all of the younger actors like kaylee spaney is is uh i just is going to be super famous one day. And, mm-hmm. um, even down to, you know, some people that like Mackenzie Lansing, who plays uh, uh, the, she plays Brianna, who's like the the younger woman who gets in a fight with Aaron. Um, right. Oh, yes. Amazing sure. actor. Sure. Like, is going to have a giant career. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's been, it was, it was great. Every day of work was so fun. Yeah. It's, uh, not only is there the murder mystery that you, well, we've alluded to, which is the core, what the story, core, you know, essentially uh, pivots around, but also there are other lies, secrets and lies, you know, that are become revealed <laughs> also. Like, you know, who's, you know, there's there's children, who's the father, you know, like, yeah. are, I, I don't want, I'm trying not to reveal anything, but at the same time, there's a lot of also other kinds of uh, reveals and it's it's a well it's a well told story. Now, how much time did the actors have to prepare? Because it seems like they really got this local regional dialect down pat. You know? It was yeah. I mean, it was kind of different for everybody. We all had like a break in the middle, <laughs> to, like because oh. uh, the coronavirus pandemic like really you know kicked oh, into okay. gear. Um, but uh, but it was kind of different for everybody, and everybody had a different w- way of doing it. Um, we were very lucky in that we had a a, a dialect coach on set um, all the time, which um, you know, on a TV show that's 
somewhat rare. Like usually like they would maybe talk to somebody a few times, um, but then just come to set and like hope that they did it right. So um, having uh, our dialect coach, Susanna, um, there, Susanna was, was great. And, um, and everybody had a different you know, pattern. Like some people absolutely like had, had it down and knew how to kind of go in and out of it. And some people were just kind of constantly talking in it because they were like, once they got it, they didn't want to like let go of it. <laughs> yeah, right. Which is what I would do, I think. If I, Me too. I couldn't ever do it. I, I, I'm, a, yeah. I'm terrible with accents. But, um, um, but uh, uh, yeah, it was, it, was, uh, it was one of those things where like, while you're making the show, you're like, that. yeah, that's hard. But like it just sort of faded into the like amount of hard things that we all had to do today. <laughs> um, so it's kind of been cool that people have noticed it in the in the uh, aftermath, you know, as as it's come out. Um, because um, it was one of those things that we all kind of did, and then like you know because of COVID, we like were making the show for so long that it was like yeah, and everyone has like a, a Delco accent, Delaware County accent, um, which was just kind of funny that that we. Uh, all kind of got used to it in a way. <laughs> yeah. um, it's cool that people are, are enjoying it. So the show, the production rather, as you said, was interrupted by COVID. How, how many did you, were you shooting by episode or were you shooting? No. You were shooting, you were took off a big mat. seven episodes. It was, it was one big, one big production, one big movie for people to understand. And you shot scenes uh, in locations and who you had available and all those cost that's effective right. ways of shooting something like that. So that's, that's right. so we were completely out of order. Sometimes shooting stuff from like four episodes in one day or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was uh, pretty challenging. And um, if anybody else gets the opportunity to um, make a mini series and, um, and wants my advice, I would say to not necessarily do it in that order again. Um, but it, <laughs> It was a good lesson. We 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 learned a lot. Um, I, but that I, was I just that it, you did. You would have done regardless of COVID, of course, right? You're say, right. We're saying that that you. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's like a philosophy on how to make something that I, I I started to realize, like where I was like, maybe we should have done this in chunks, where it's like the first two or three, and then the second two, so that like it would be a little easier. Um, I, if I ever do anything like this in the future, that's probably how I would do it. But um but we didn't this time. Um, and so then COVID happened and the reason actually I wouldn't do it that way is because of COVID because like we had stuff that was in the seventh episode that we had already shot that then all of a sudden kind of boxed us into certain corners when we unexpectedly had to shut down for a while, you know? How long were you guys shut down? Uh, we went down, um, on March 13th and then, uh, by about the end of August, we were like prepping to to go back and and went back in September. So I see. So because when you, I guess then when we talked last year about and again it was around the hunt, your your feature. Um, so that had right. to be right around that time. Or, or yeah, maybe it, was it was right just around a, that time. Yeah, they realized. Yeah, you were already working. Had, yeah, sounds like it. Yeah, um, yeah, I I someone close to my life is on a series. Well, I imagine like my ex is my ex-wife. She's on an Apple series. And uh, yeah, that was very, very challenging. And they would be shooting 
you know, parts of different episodes. It was very chaotic, but, but um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I have to imagine that HBO, like maybe Apple provides maybe some of the best medical support. Oh man. I can't services. say amazing things about, about how HBO handled the whole thing. I genuinely cannot say it. And, I, and that is not me just, uh, you know, looking for more work. Undo, yeah, undo, yeah, it's not me chasing work. <laughs> like I genuinely did feel safe with them, and I felt like they cared about us. And if there was ever a thing that, because um, a lot of it was honestly a lot of the stuff, there was a level. You know, we were we were kind of coming back like at the same time that they were making the the official guidelines. And we were oftentimes like being more cautious than kind of what the like the union's guidelines were because we didn't know really where that was all going to land, and we were just being incredibly cautious and um and doing things that you know I think now maybe a, a project starting now wouldn't necessarily be need to be as cautious as we were being um, right. because we know more about the science behind it all. But um but HBO was down to. To, to just help with everything and were was really 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 supportive um it was it was it was cool to see um mm-hmm. and and then yeah. you have i mean somebody like kate let's say winslet for instance who is a lot is resting or or weighing on her right she's right. in a practically every scene that's right yeah yeah so she couldn't get covid <laughs> that would have been terrible <laughs> Um, I mean, what, plus, she, like, I didn't want to be, you know, the guy who got Caitlin's in COVID. So, no, um, no. we yeah. just had to, like, make sure, you know, we, we really, we really, and, and actually, Kate was very involved, actually, in the conversations, um, because she's a producer on the show as well. Right. Oh, um, right. That's right. She's an executive. So, producer. she was, she was pretty, um, actively involved in kind of the conversations. Like, it's tricky, you know, like, we were, there's things about going back to work that we were, no one, no one had an answer for like, well, how do you, how do you do hair and makeup? <laughs> like, what, what, what do we do here? Um, so there was like a lot of, uh, a lot of innovation and a lot of people like kind of like, it, it was just cool. There was a sense of camaraderie that like came out of it that was beautiful and, and cool, actually. I bet. No, that's nice. But that's a top down result or whatever. I mean, when you have a, po- a great working environment from the top down, you get that camaraderie. It's it's kind of people want to have that. So it's only when it's more toxic sure. where that's harder to create that type of thing. Uh, but uh, so, so and and it's interesting because uh, of course you know this is in a uh, you know I, I don't know think uh, poor it's not poor but it's a very very working class town. The people the majority of the characters are from a working class background. Uh, and yeah. and so in a way that you everybody's kind of deglammed. I mean, you know, yeah. there's no arguing that Mayor Kate Kate Winslow's character is is very deglamorized in this, and so and she's you know, I mean, even her 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 character is deglammed of you know much. She doesn't crack a smile too often. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> she's not a. She's gone through some tragedy, and it shows on her face. You know, I mean, she's she's just wonderful in the role, but doesn't take any less work, hair, makeup, and and wardrobe. Right? It's it's oh, still, <laughs> you know, Lord, no, even more, maybe you know, I maybe mean, yeah. 
the kind of the I, I've told the story before. Um, I've never checked to see like wh what she thinks about it, but uh, uh, Kate has like naturally perfect eyebrows, like the most like you know like if you like had to have more like, than a you? diagram. More than you, <laughs> even more than me. Um, she really does like she. She has like the 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 paradigm of an eyebrow, um, like the one that everyone would want. And um, it was her idea to like mess up her eyebrows and like give her so she has like extra hair that she would put in every morning that you know they would uh, Ivana her uh, her her hair uh, stylist would would add every morning to uh, to make her you know not look like she had sculpted eyebrows um which so it's like actually it took longer <laughs> than if you know yeah in a way um uh, well yeah but that's been that's that's also fun well again i've seen the first five episodes and i was kind of i i was like at the end of the fifth episode i was no 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 i need to write, I, this doesn't make i gotta have the next two episodes now i have to wait out like a month to see the last two episodes I'm sorry. Damn. <laughs> I'm sorry for you. <laughs> do you know what it is? I'm very excited. You, do you, all right, well, I'll tell you what. You will just wait till we stop. Rec here, I'm going to stop recording. Okay. There. Now, you can no, tell me the tell rest. You just... it ends. <laughs> Hopefully, it ends in an unexpected uh, but fun, uh, satisfying way. Well, what you, when you, um, well, you read it for the first time at some point. So you, you, uh, yeah, did it take? I, 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 I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm not, you're not gonna get anything out of me. <laughs> <laughs> but you were surprised, is my. I know I'm not going. Oh to yeah, know. I was surprised for sure. It's good. Yeah, you were when you read it. I, I was satisfied. Yeah. Okay, very good. <laughs> it does something which you know, as I said uh, before at the beginning, when when you're right now, when three episodes, it's going to go down a certain way. Okay, we have a couple of minutes left, so I'm going to wind it down. Uh, uh, but we are at a juncture where you th it's going to take you down. A, it's going to do something that not a lot of series do, which is part of the nice part of a limited series, actually, which can do something that a, a movie it's, it doesn't have the time, the, yeah, the, the luxury of time to do, which is it's going to do something about a little past midway through the series that you're not expecting, and then it's going to continue obviously through seven episodes so it's it really it's a, it's 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 slightly different i noticed than most series that i've watched like this it's uh yeah and it's it's that is fun i mean in the sense of uh of you have enough time to kind of like invest in all the people because you right. have more time than a, um, in a movie you would you know um but uh that you're able to uh uh, put people put those characters into more complicated situations because you're sort of more invested in them which i guess yeah. this tv is always done but um yeah this is nice but. and i like that you can't binge watch the series well i guess you can wait till it's, it's towards over. the end yeah. and then binge watch it but but it's i like this this approach better it's so it's called mary v's town it's on hbo and hbo max what have okay. you let's see uh you just gonna last question for you real quick and that is i see <laughs> you have an upcoming thriller project a project it's just right now just called an uh, uh untitled thriller. thriller something or is this something you wrote or, or are you collaborating uh, there's with? a couple of things that i'm uh, i'm uh, involved in um and one is one that i'm writing currently yeah which i'm very excited about okay. um 
It'll be a feature. Yeah. Very nice. I'll try to be a little bit more ahead of the game this time so I can catch you before it comes out. Great. But... <laughs> Well, so first, I'll, Adam, I'll come back whenever. So. <laughs> I appreciate it. All right. Thanks, All right. man. And uh, Thanks. Thank you so much. A, a, anytime. It was fun to see you. Cheers. Okay. All take right. care. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Yep. Bye-bye. The Easttown Police Department received a call reporting a dead body in Creedham Creek. We've decided to bring in a county detective to assist with the case. How do you like working with my mom so far? We're just getting started out. Any tips? Lower your expectations. Should we do this outside? No. All right. Let's go. Hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's What's happening? She knows what's what's happening, Tony. She knows. All right, let me go. Are you friends with these people? Yeah. Why do they call you Lady Hawk? I made a shot in a basketball game. Must have been some shot. Around here, yeah. The terrible events of this past year have ravaged this community. Yeah? Who did this? You get this son of a bitch. Because if you don't, I'll kill him myself. I can feel it. This expectation from people to be something I don't think I'm good enough to be. Hey! They think you're a hero. Feel I'm a fool. You're a lot of things I don't like. It might be a good thing to step away. I know what you've been through, and I know you're worth saving. Recommit yourself. I'm going to find out everything. Everything. Beast, beast. Part of the Vanishing Angel Empire. <laughs> Friend of the podcast, Matt Miller. We're in touch. And Matt is is producing some of the great independent films right now. He's caught on to something. He's got something going with his company, Vanishing Angel. You know, what I think is, I, I think FilmWax should do a, a hostile takeover. You know, and then, I don't know, pump out. I'm kidding. I was going to say like crappy reality TV shows with, with but I, of course I don't mean it. I would, I just, I'm just happy to, to watch these films and to get to know the folks behind the films. So they're late, you know, they, they, uh, uh, Jim Cummings is, uh, is one of the directors that works closely with Matt or, or vice versa. They work closely together and, and, you know, he's putting out very special films and now Danny Madden is the director of this movie Beast Beast and it stars among its cast three young actors who I've never seen before I think they're just starting in their careers Shirley Chen Will Madden Danny's brother and Jose Angeles and the film is executive produced by Alec Baldwin it's currently available on I think uh, art house streaming sites but it might also be on demand on cable three it's it, it's three interwoven stories of youth navigating identity first love petty crime and gun violence in a southern american town brimming with energy and style beast beast captures what it means to come of age in an era marked by technology and social media where violent clashes awaken dormant passions and teenagers are faced with growing up all too quickly it is uh, uh such an immediate film meaning that it, it it touches so many uh subjects and 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 emotions that are 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 currently uh, very raw right now 
so the film is it's not it's a kind of intense it's also sweet and and funny at times it's intense it's not for for uh, if if you if you do want to see this film just heads up about that uh and if you're going to watch it with children you need to make sure they're not too young and and probably just have a conversation with them about the subject matter but it's it's not for i'd say teenagers it's probably not an inappropriate film to watch and to talk about. Uh, and it works just as a dramatic film for adults. I mean, you know, it's terrific. There's some great acting and, and story in this movie, Beast, Beast. So let's bring on right now Danny Madden, Shirley Chen, Will Madden, and Jose Angeles to talk about their film, which is currently available right here on the podcast, Film Wax Radio. Don't bring that into the theater. It is our job to bring it into the theater. Out there, we don't always have permission to show what we feel or say what we want to say. Neato. You go to high school? Yeah. Yeah. Panthers. So that's another episode. Prime shooting. Leave any questions in the comments. I'm actually going to be committing more time than my show. The technical side of weapons. I think it's a nice thing you're doing, Adam. Thank you, ma'am. Yeah, I think you're right. Krista, what is it? Some jealousy and rage. Overreact? Would you consider lightning in overreaction? There we go. Great. How are you? Nice to meet you. Great. Yeah, man. You too. I'm feeling good. Feeling great. Feeling like... Uh-huh. Good to get this movie finally out, man. It felt like such a bizarre thing to just have and show to some people and then put it back on the shelf for a while, you know? Yeah. So Was it at Sundance in yeah. 2020? Yep, 2020. Okay, that's why. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, I don't know how this thing's playing out, buddy. So let's just see what happens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but no, it's been feeling really good. I was in Phoenix last week um, sharing sharing the movie with a live audience. It was lovely. Do you know this gentleman here, uh, Will? That's uh, such Patton? a great background. <laughs> yeah, Will's, Will's in the band with Gwen Stefani. Yeah. Apparently. Hey, I'm, uh, I'm the drummer. No doubt. For, uh, yeah, <laughs> no doubt. Whatever group she's in. Uh, sorry, let me change my background here. There's uh, a whole generation, of course, who knows her from, from reality uh, singing contests, but... Oh, that's yeah. right. Right. It's funny. I listened great. to, driving back from Phoenix last week, I listened, one of the albums I listened to was Tragic Kingdom. I really like it like that just so sometimes the, those like early 90s albums come up to me like huh. the Beastie Boys or like like Green Day Dookie Green like, Day, it, like yes. they just work like as a full album you know so it's funny I, I just had like a nice moment with uh young young Gwen, Gwen Stefani <laughs> good good tracks yeah. on that record for sure well they were it was on the cusp of the the, the download phenomenon these guys were right still, right right yeah they're generating got albums that were all that yeah that were marketed as albums uh, as well as, of course, singles. But then, you know, at a certain point, I guess, around the turn of the millennium, that all gave way to singles again. Yeah. yeah. Like in the old yeah. days. I know. Well, the art of the album, it'll, it might come back at some point, huh? Sure. Well, hey, hey, Adam, how's it going? I'm Will. Nice to meet you, Will. <laughs> nice to meet you. Sorry, yeah. I'm, uh, Not I'm at a party of these couples. Oh, so you've got the proper green screen. I was. Yeah. I've been That's debating about, but I have yeah. kind of a nice room here right now. But yeah, you, you well, never we'll live in the actor life. You know, you want to. Yeah, that's my. Right. That's that. Because so. you have to do self tapes and all that kind of thing. 
yeah yeah all the time you know right. i have to have one today <laughs> so can't yeah. you just say see see beast beast and there's yourself yeah yeah right <laughs> geico just watch My whole reel. yeah uh so geico yeah it's a geico commercial that i have to i have to look oh. at it's, oh it's a, it's a geico and shark week kind of combined commercial that i have to i just got i have to do today that's today's um, today work yeah 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 so you know always something crazy and wacky and different yeah. you know every week yeah so, adam um, i don't know if you know well obviously will's character's name is adam so yes i do well, you know mm-hmm. uh, our, our other friend adam read the script early on he's given us notes and he goes great script um terrible name for your gun guy i just really i don't agree with that it was pretty <laughs> fun. um right uh but we filmed that movie in our in our childhood home the brand new house in georgia home. yeah 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 I okay. so you've I... done your you've done your your homework well other than seeing the film i i didn't bother with that but <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you don't have to I, I, you don't need to watch it's it's, it's over long 85 minutes is way too long for a movie you know what i mean uh yeah i i just yeah well you know i get that question a lot actually so it's a joke but i i actually do get that question from a lot of people when i meet them they'll be like did you get to see the film and i'm like wow i'm really working against <laughs> the odds there's a low cause... there's a low bar for some of these uh some of these things out there so yeah i, I understand yeah. Um, I did. I did do the other side of that. I did a podcast with these guys who who said um, we saw the short and we watched the the trailer and they said, but for our listeners of this podcast, they haven't seen the movie yet. So right. like part of this is like convince us to see. And I was like, okay, that's an that was yeah. a, that was a specific take on how their podcast works. And I was like, all right. Are you saying they didn't see it on purpose because their listeners hadn't seen it? I think that was the idea, so that they were asking questions like. Hey, it seems like justification for uh, laziness. laziness. Uh, I don't know these guys, and I don't want to criticize people. For all I know, maybe I got got bamboozled. Maybe they got me. You know. Well, you know, when I started doing this, and I was kind of, I didn't do it. It was internet. It wasn't even a podcast at the beginning. It was internet radio, and I, um, and uh, I was doing it out of this for this startup uh, internet radio company. I was part of the first, and and the producers. I, they offered, they said I should do the show because I had a film series and it was a way to promote it. But of course, very quickly, I said, oh, I can just talk about anybody. But they said, they, you know, and they early on, they said, really, you should know the answer to your questions. Huh. Yeah. And I, and I kind of just said, well, uh, leave me alone. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I, I come, it came to respecting their advice and their criticism. Yeah. It's it's true. Right. I mean, I don't know every answer, obviously, but I right, I right. do usually. I try to be as prepared as I can be. Right, because then you're like you know you're getting a certain quality of answer, I guess, in that way, and or like you're. And you know, know what? To, and you can ask questions that, yeah, you you can ask. I mean, first of all, you can still be an advocate or a, you know, uh, for your your listeners. Or mm-hmm. uh, I was trying to think of the uh, the right term. Uh, not necessarily an advocate but when you're representing your uh, (laughs) yeah so but but you can also go for if you think about it you can go for more like you know unique questions and i think we're being joined by shirley what's up shirley Shirley. hi hello welcome thank you okay shirley you all right do I look disheveled? You look like you have three days left in your semester of, uh, at college. That's 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I squeezed in a quick nap before um, this yeah. in my last classroom. Yeah. <laughs> what What year are you in, Shirley? I'm a junior. Congratulations. So you're at, you're going to be going into your senior year of college in September in yeah. person. Yeah. Back where yeah. is where is that? Can you say where that is, or is that not a good thing to say in public? I don't know. <laughs> Oh, um, I, I go to Harvard University, so. Not familiar with it. it sounds good, but. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Yeah, that's the one in Boston. I remember. Oh, I've heard of that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they say Boston. It's, I know it's, it's Cambridge because I lived there Boston. for a long time. But they say people, people say, Where, where'd you go to school? And I would say, well, you know, Harvard. And, and they would go, yeah, yeah. I said, not, no, not that one. But I went to Boston University. <laughs> oh, no way. That's, that's my alma mater as well. Oh, really? I got my. There you go. Yeah. But yeah, I was in the in the College of Fine Arts, CFA over there. Um, well, yeah. I didn't even graduate from there, so you're you're way ahead of me. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, I, I was I was kind of listening through some of your, some of your older interviews and stuff, and listening, and I was like, oof, I, I definitely feel like we are in a big chair here. You've had some pretty amazing guests over over the years, man. Well, you know. Thank you. Uh, I mean, I look at it as um, a blend of, of um, you know, really like seasoned people I want to, I, you know, been following and along with newer and emerging filmmakers right. that, and I, I tried to. Like, like you had De- De- Destin, Daniel Cretton on there and Brie Larson. I don't know. It was in 2013. And I was like, oh awesome. my gosh. That's so yeah. cool. I, I know I was barely podcasting then and I didn't I get, that was a good example when I really didn't know what I was doing that much. But I was actually sitting supposed to talk to Destin and uh, uh Bree was just happened to be nearby and, and yeah. she wasn't it wasn't planned that she was gonna be on the show. Cool. And, cool. Uh, but who knew? You know, I mean I knew she was talented as hell because of this yeah. little dr- drama indie, but right. like suit like like uh you know, one day when uh, Shirley, you know, she, she she won't do the podcast anymore. Right. Well, yeah, we'll scroll. We'll scroll down. Like, oh my god, twenty twenty one. They had Shirley Chan on there. Exactly right. With those, with those two bum brothers that she made a movie with. Yeah. <laughs> That's too weird. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Shirley, you were 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 uh, were you were already in college. Uh, maybe not. Wait, there oh, right was, there, let me step back. There was a short version of this. Did yeah. Shirley play Krista in the short? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that was maybe made while you were still in high school. Is it possible? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was in my, it was the summer of my junior year that we shot Krista. And then we shot Beast Beast the next summer. So it was after I'd finished my senior year of high school and was about to go to college. And um, yeah, Danny actually drove me to the airport and sent me off to college. Right really? That's yeah. amazing. I'm wow. Shirley, bye. Like all your bag. Cause we wrapped the day before and we, and we, of course everyone stays up all night. And we kind of like, we are going into like our weekend, which was sort of our halfway point of the shoot. And uh, so we stayed up all night and then, you know, come like, nine in the morning 9 30 everyone's starting to nod out because we filmed all day all week you know and everyone's going to sleep and i'm like cool and i'm like i gotta drive shirley to the airport in like two and a half hours so i was like mm, i might have taken like a nap i might have been like i'm gonna this is dangerous but i'm gonna take a 45 minute nap and then i'll drive you there but no it was really fun but yeah we we filmed krista the short film at um a high school here in los angeles where shirley was attending so we did an open casting call right their uh, drama department and Shirley came in and it was like there you go and then kind of okay but you shot the feature beast beast 
in Georgia where you guys grew up. Okay. Yeah. And so, okay. Now Krista had to go on location (laughs) or rather Shirley had to go on location. Not like all Um, in the studio, like uh, Krista was, you know, uh, well, yeah, so then Will, Will and Shirley and Jose, the three leads, each had their own room in mom and dad's house for the duration of filming. So mom and dad were their uh, their hosts. They're good. You know. Will, did you get your old bedroom or did you? I got Danny's old bedroom, which was the set piece for Adam and the, my character's room. So we had guns on the wall. I was kind of forced to be a method actor living in the room of, of Adam for the summer. So, yeah. um, but I think sure, uh, Jose was in, in my room. There he is. Yeah. What's up, Jose? Um, but it was, it was great being down the hall from mom and dad, you know, yeah. <laughs> wrecking their house, making a movie. It was great. Yeah. We can give away some of the story, but we don't want to give away too much right. of it either because we right. want to urge people to see it. Um, but um, so wait, can I just ask uh, and welcome, Jose. It's nice to meet you. Hi. Hi, nice to meet you, Adam. Adam. <laughs> Adam, I know. I know. We were talking about that. Adam plays himself in this one. <laughs> uh, a question about the short before we just entire focus entirely on the feature. Sure. And that is, was it intended to be a feature? Or did you just so Danny, did you just for the short moving? sort of broken bits of a failed feature that I tried to write like a year or two before which was all about this kind of like high school drama club and like uh, there were some other things they would like sneak out to this island and do performances on this island it was kind of based on like things that I would do in high school we would like row this boat out to this island on on Lake Peachtree Um, anyway that we just paired it with I love the that idea of sort of like using someone else's hands to choke yourself that was something that Will would always do as a kid um he you were like way too young to understand this kind of a joke you were like probably five or six but he would take my hands and choke himself and like and I couldn't get my hands away and he would like make his face turn blue and he'd be like mom mom Danny's choking me ah! and then so I just always thought that was like a really fun idea that Will did I was like oh well let's flip that and have this be this actual like catharsis thing for this born character. yeah born to be an actor clearly you <laughs> right. kind of there was well, Want to be a liar of sorts. Yeah, born, uh, born to be an asshole, and then, you know, it to, makes sense to be an actor, I guess. To the top, yeah. Uh, well, okay, so, well, it's clear. I got both of the story. I mean, I kind of understand how Will was cast. <laughs> Choking abilities. Choking got, abilities, I've, I've well, which she taught to Shirley. I've had my eyes on this kid since 91, all right? So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jose, what, t- explain how you ended up playing Nito. Is it Nito? Is that... Yeah, Nito. 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 Right. Um, so pretty much, uh, I got involved with the movie through Sean Wells, the color corrector, who um, introduced me to Danny. Mutual friend. Yeah. 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 Sean Wells just pretty much hooked it up. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's pretty much it. Yeah, well, then we met and we became buds and it was like, yeah. we put Jose on camera. And we're like, okay, he can act. He's not only just like a you know, kind of uh, parkour and skateboard, uh, you know, brilliant, brilliant mind. It's like you can bring the, the acting skills too. And so a few months later, I was, I started writing this screenplay and I kind of wrote the three stories to all come together. So yeah. yeah. Wrote for, uh, for these three folks. Well, Nito is a, uh, and then, and a really exceptional skateboarder among other things. So 
uh, how long, Jose, were you uh, talking? He probably just taught himself like a few weeks before the shoot. But he's such committed. Yeah, sure. sure. <laughs> Will brings the bona fides, but it yeah, turns out right. Jose, right. Jose really. Days the, before, I think. Three or four days he started learning. Yeah. <laughs> the fastest learner, Jose. Yeah. <laughs> no. You exited the womb on a skateboard, I'm guessing. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe like 10 years after the womb. <laughs> <laughs> 10 years post-womb. Yeah. Maybe 10 years after the womb. And where did you, where was this, where did you grow up? Were you in Georgia or were you, no, you were, you. Uh, actually, I grew up from South City, like South San Francisco. Which oh, okay. Is like close to San Francisco. Yeah. Just south of. San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> it's the South San that's where it is. Yeah. But yeah, that's how we met. So Sean Wells, Sean Wells is Oakland based. He does post production there. And so I've kind of like, you know, always liked to go and do post production, do sound and, and color up in the Bay. And so that's where he was working with Jose on a different project. So I got to see the real, you know, of some compilation of his tricks. So basically it's the scene in the movie where the girls are watching his stuff and like, who is this guy? You know, right. I had that moment in real life. So, so. Yeah, it was, you do did moves that you normally catch. And I've seen a lot of films over the years, movies where, you know, the skateboarder is, skateboarders are, are a big part of them. And uh, you always see them falling and tripping over trying to do stunts, but you actually were achieving these things. That's, that was what was so refreshing about it. My goodness, we just had a, yeah, it was important for us, like, like, just as far as, like, a texture of this movie, it was like, what can we do? We're making a movie for, like, a super small amount of money, but we want it to feel like a full cinematic experience. So it's like, what can we have that a normal, like, even a big budget movie, like, has trouble doing? And it's that kind of off, authentic texture, right? And, like, you know, Shirley needs to be convincingly a high school theater student. We can do that, you know? Yes, Will needs right. to be authentically, you know, a firearms, like fluent in the ways of firearms and, and wanting to do that. Explain, and then uh, Will is a, like, like a YouTuber, a video. Right, his exactly. Own channel, yeah. His own uh, blog. Come off. Um, and then with Jose, it's like um, bringing him in with his sort of innate abilities and pa- pairing that with this kind of new world of, of like cinema, like dramatic acting. But I was like, but what we get to do is in the same shot, we can have a performance happening. And then he pushes off and we just pan down and he lands a kickflip. And then we tilt back up and there's his face and we're back in the scene again, you know? So it's not like that was something that was that I thought was kind of like special. And let's take advantage of those things, you know, in this film to just like have it. You don't, you don't cut from like a nice actor face to some like unidentified feet doing a nice trick and then cut back to an actor, you know? So yeah, I'd like to kind of like keep it all contained like that. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Was the um, I guess uh, did you how did you guys talk about the um, the darker side of the story? Like you know, because there is also this you know besides Will plays somebody who's you know into the into firearms um, mm-hmm. has an emotional. Let's see, I, I will say. How would you say he's somewhat conflicted? I guess he's struggling with some 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 internal internal oh, yeah. conflicts. Let's say, and and you know maybe a darker side. I don't know. And the other guys are uh, on this other trajectory where you know they they uh, uh, I want to make sure I, I I get the the character names. Where Krista and and uh, Nito are meeting 
and falling for each other in a very, it's just a very lovely and natural way. It's, it's, it's lovely to watch that, you know? Yeah. They really create some, some very believable chemistry there. Well, chemistry is there. It's not there, but they believe they created a a very believable relationship there. Was the darker side something you guys talked about at length beforehand though, the, or I mean, talk about that. I think, I think something with this is like, I mean, with with Krista's journey being sort of the backbone of this, right. yeah. we wanted it to be this idea of like what it means to be young and innocent and naive about the world, you know. And then as you grow older, these things start happening. Oh, things like events at a party happen, and, show, <laughs> right. and then like other things in life, and you realize that like, oh yeah, justice is not a clean thing, and the world yeah. really has these fangs that that you didn't right. anticipate. You know, yeah, your your violent incident. Do we? I don't know if we want to really say that, but I think it's I think it's implicit. But 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 it's not like some school shoot. There, it's very plainly. It's much easier. You know, uh, uh, you know. But the way you set it up in your story, it's it's a little bit more blurry. Yeah, we we wanted to talk. We didn't want to talk about it in this like polarizing, overarching, macro political didactic kind of way. Nuanced about it. This is a, a very particular instance. Um, and this is not trying to like, you know, completely uh, contain all of the political dis- discourse about what guns mean in America. You know, this is one one person, one inc- incident, you know, and mm-hmm. um, and talk about the humanity, the, the rippling effects of that and, or even how the, the sort of um, setting that brings this kind of tragedy about, you know, this is not a mass shooter. This is not some like freak, uh, you know, who's like apart from society, just brooding and like wanting to go out and like do some despicable act you know that that's that wasn't what we're trying to uh tackle here you know and and i like the idea of like and and all these guys have heard me talk about this book um ad nauseum but um tortilla flat is a huge uh influence on me the The steinbeck Steinbeck novella yeah and it's because what you do is you learn about this place and this time with these characters who are everything they do is morally ambiguous but you love everything they do you know Mm -hmm. you just have so much like fun with them or you're endeared to them or you feel bad for them or you know it's all of these things of like pity and camaraderie and the some character sense of adventure and you just like want to be with these characters so that was that was a big um kind of inspiration point for me and that's what i was like hoping to achieve with this movie uh well like surely what did you what what did you think of the final i mean obviously i know you're going to compliment the movie but yeah. <laughs> yeah, they always oh, oh. trained you to say about the movie. Sure. How do you talk about it? How do you talk about the movie when you're, you know, and how does your family and friends feel about your being in this movie? Because it's like you, you, you are. There is a couple of very difficult things to watch you go through in that film. Yeah, I mean, I haven't really told most of my friends in depth about what happens in the movie. I, I actually kept. I, uh, my boyfriend has been staying with me and I told him like, you're paying for that movie. I'm not giving you a free screener. Like you're going to watch it with everyone else when it comes out on streaming. Um, in terms of how my family have responded. So it was actually really nice that they were able to, you know, my mom, my brother and my dad were all able to go to Sundance um, when the movie premiered. And um, for them, just kind of seeing how it's evolved and, and, and you know, constantly supporting me, uh, my dad lives in Georgia, and so he was able to go see the movie in person. Wow. That was his third time. So he had seen it first at Sundance. His second time was at a drive, drive-in uh, showing in, in Georgia over the summer. And, and this was his first, you know, in-person screening. And he called me and he was like, um, 
he said, uh, every time I watch that movie, it makes me love you more. <laughs> and uh, he's like, you're so talented. And I'd never heard him say anything like that before. And so, really, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, my dad's not a super expressive person. Um, yeah, I love him. I mean, he shows his love in so many ways. And he says, I love you and stuff like that. But that was something that was really tender. Because, um, you know, acting yeah. is hard. <laughs> it's, it's a huge sacrifice, especially I started acting um, when I was 10. And I moved down here with my mom when I was 13. So, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a family concern, kind of. And so uh, I don't think my parents are too traumatized by, you know, what, what happens in the movie, more so they're just happy to kind of see me, you know, doing what I love and getting a space with, you know, such an amazing team of people um, to finally get to do that. Uh, so that, that's, that's been nice. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. <laughs> I love, I love hearing that. That's really beautiful. Nice. What about you, Jose? Yeah, Jose, tell us about it. What was that experience? What was the experience like for you? And what is it like uh, well, looking back at that? You have a particular scene. Well, we won't go into details about it because we don't want to give away too much. Mm-hmm. But you have a fairly dramatic moment, <laughs> to say the least, in the film. And I'm wondering how that was for you as an actor. And then, you know, what are people, you know, what are your friends or family? What, how did they respond to the film? Um, usually because of that dramatic scene, it's kind of like, oh, that was sad. <laughs> like, that was sad. But but it's like it's it's acting, you know. It's like, yeah. a, do you want to talk about how we prepped that? I mean, we definitely like did a lot. Like just you yeah. and I kind of going in like, there, film, like test runs of all that kind of stuff too. Yeah, you know? there was a lot of rehearsal for that, yeah. and we we practiced on, on like the lawn outside of the farm. We filmed that. Mm-hmm. and um yeah it was a lot of mental preparation it was just like really thinking about it and mm. uh, sometimes like um I just like look in the mirror kind of like the character Krista and just kind of like get over the lines like that like that was like pretty real like mm-hmm. like going over lines and getting ready to like perform yeah it's great Something I find myself talking about is like people talk about, oh, what was it like working with the different actors and stuff? And I was like, yeah, I mean, you guys all had such different like levels of experience. And I, I feel like I, I spoke with you guys in all different ways. But I was like, but the, the more I think about it, the the common through thread is all of you guys are like, you guys are like me. Like we, we all like try way too hard at everything we do. You know what I mean? And I was like, the, you know, the whole 110%, you know, thing applies to all three of us, you know, and, and I think that's, that's what it is, like, or all three of you guys, and, and, and I think that's something that I really, like, relate to, and, like, you guys don't, like, nobody wants to move on until we all feel, like, great about what happened, you know, and I think that's something, like, regardless of your uh, experience level, or, you, you know, what exactly what the lines are, whatever, it's, like, until we really feel that, we don't, we don't move on, you know, which is, uh, which is a, a challenge in an 18 day schedule, but you know. days. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but that's something that I, I see in every, in every scene of the movie, whenever I, you know, watch it, I'm like, yes, everyone's like really pushing themselves all the way. Well, yeah, Jose, I mean, this, there's scenes where you're very, very tender with Shirley's character. That, that look, I mean, it was very, it was a moving, moving to watch you kind of fall for her. And, you know, it, it you, if I didn't, I, I would have assumed you were a seasoned young, but seasoned actor. Right. Too, you know, right. yeah. Well, uh, can you be, sorry, go ahead. You can respond to that. 
Oh yeah, I was just saying like this is like having good coworkers really that means super easy. So, so, what? What, what was that? Yeah, you travel. Having really good coworkers. Good having really good coworkers really <laughs> helps the, the process. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, you guys, like, again, like, you guys put so much into it, and it's like, that's, uh, all of this is just a product. Yeah, of, like, I gotta pick up my mom. You gotta go pick up your mom? Yeah. <laughs> is it cool to bring, is it okay if this, like, on iPhone or something? You know, you can, if you need to go, you, 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 we, yeah, got, yeah. we got some good material, Jose. Uh, okay. I, you, you're, you've just, you've just endeared yourself all the more that you're going to help your mother. Yeah. This is talk, a, talk, yeah. About virtue, yeah. talk about virtue signaling. That's just, <laughs> oh, I got to go and yeah. Yeah, mother and driver. Hey, too. I got to go adopt a few kids. And, yeah. Same. Yeah. Bye guys. Will. Bye nice. Jose. Bye Jose. Say hi to mama. Hi yeah. to mom. All right. Yeah. All right. Later. Yeah. And now we, good, now yeah. we can trash him. Jose's, Jose's mom um, was an actress back in the Philippines. Oh, so this was definitely something that that was very special for him in that way to really like step in to an, an acting role and like and I think his dad worked in film as well um, yeah. in the film. Right. producer. So yeah, so I think he it was like very special for Jose to kind of like you know um, do that. I think his parents are like super proud. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, tell me about uh, being directed by your brother. Is it can you be, can you be? Can you be? <laughs> no, I couldn't be. I said, don't talk to me. Leave me alone. Uh, well, yeah, it was it was it, it felt it was extremely collaborative and it was and it was mostly less talk and more rock. It was like we can kind of like talk through things or we can just do a couple more takes. And then usually things will get solved and everyone's sort of a little happier <laughs> if you just do more takes. I think that's a solution to mo- for most problems that I've seen and encountered working in film. It's like, yeah, you can come and have a conversation or you can just try, try, just try it differently. A little more of this, a little less that. And you'll probably get what you need. So I think it was a lot of sort of just like, um, just kind of fleshing things out without getting too heady and sort of linguistic about it. Um, okay. That's kind of how we've always worked, I think. And um, well, what part know. of why that's possible is because I know that Will, what the amount of work that Will does in the right. research and all, Will's like a deep sea diver. He's going to like, he's going to explore every little crevice of the cave if you send him down there. You know what I mean? So I just know that if we keep iterating takes, he's going to be shining that light in different, different dark corners of what this character is possible or, or what this character is, um, you know, capable of. And I think, uh, so, so I think that's where we don't, I, I don't feel like I need to communicate as much with Will, you know, um, because I know, I know, what, I know he'll like keep exploring new, new terrain. You're of the school, right, Will, where you do a lot of advanced work, like where you, you got your hands In, on guns and. Sure. Yeah. And well, yeah. I mean, I, I, A, I just like to do that stuff. You know, it's like a part of why I do it is to investigate the world and do, you know, the quote unquote research, you know, just like living in that is what I like. That's what it's, what feels fun. That's what I want to do for three months leading up to it. But I also think it just helps, gives you the confidence and sort of the authority to like play and make choices. So I love to sort of get really down and down and nitty gritty. Some people, you know, work differently, but that's, that's just how I like to do it. And I think it's, my work is better when I do. So it's like, I just do what I need to do as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. That's where I definitely come from. Well, the name of the film is called Beast Beast directed by Danny Madden. And it's uh, currently available in select theaters. They say. Correct. 
<laughs> around the country. There is a selection. Yeah. And then, and then May 4th. They're very select. On demand for, for everyone. It's going to be on demand on May 4th. It's going to also be, if you're in L.A., it's 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 going to be premiering in L.A. also right. on the 30th. Right. Lamley, Lamley North Hollywood, April 30th, and should run for about a week after that. Great. Um, and how did Alec Baldwin come aboard? Uh, how uh, did he, that happen? Yeah, he's he and the, his... Uh, he's and an his, executive producer. Right. So he uh, Alec and his producing partner, Casey Bader, had seen Krista, the short film. Oh, okay. Um, it's a sta- Vimeo staff pick premiere. And so it was on, you know, whatever, it, it, however it does the rounds in that way. Well, in maybe case- it was at the, uh, the the Hamptons International Film Festival. That might have been. Well, no, this is before that because this was earlier in the year. Hamptons is a fall festival. Right. Um, and this was the movie came out in March. And then it was a month or two after that that Casey reached out and said, hey, Alec and I really love the movie, which was a fun thing to call Shirley or to tell Shirley in, in person. I said, hey, Alec Baldwin watched the movie last week and he thinks your performance is great. She was like, what? <laughs> so weird. And um, but yeah, they it was a general and they just said, hey, we really like the voice, like the the, the cinema language of the short film. And, um, you know, it, we're interested in developing something with you if you ever have a feature. And I said, well, we're gearing up. We got to shoot this feature before Shirley goes to college this summer. So jump on board if you want to jump on board and 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 they did they read the script and they really responded that, to it and uh, that's the correct response when somebody says offers that you don't say let's yeah, uh, yeah i'll get back to you someday right right that's yeah you, you that, that jump on a moving train as they say you know exactly well and i'm you know i'm big fans of matt milner and jim cummings and the yep. whole gang yeah, uh, matt miller and uh ben wiesner who was he was sort of our lead producer he was carrying most of the weight down down in georgia and sleeping uh least of all of us and uh, he also was a producer on Thunder Road as well. And so he's right. really doing doing great things in the indie sphere. Uh, we'll put the links and everything. Cool. We'll, we'll make sure people can find the film and know where right. it's at and know how to see it on uh, streaming, et cetera. Uh, but I thank everybody and uh, yeah. for, for, for showing up and doing this of with course. me. Yes. Really nice yeah. to get behind a film like Beast Beast. Uh, yeah, why would you leave different. off the last beast though? Because I was I was thinking it should be called Beast Beast Beast. Yeah. So it's just my <laughs> right, right. It, it really lets you know it's a triptych, yeah, as opposed to uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's less yeah. about the duality of people. It's more about you know the three dimensionality. It's it's a it's a three panel mirror that Krista has, huh? So there you go. <laughs> Good <Yeah>. response. <laughs> uh, yeah. Thanks so much, Adam. We we appreciate yeah. you taking the time with us and, uh, and yeah. I, I uh, wish uh, Shirley much luck with your last year at Harvard and yeah. uh, with your your burgeoning career. I'm sure I'll see you a lot more uh, in the coming months and years. And um, yeah, this was great. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, Adam. Take Thanks, Adam. Okay, now let's start in earnest. I'm going to hit record. Where'd you find this kid? Out of the street. You know, baby. Pretty cool. Yeah, this is crazy. He's got like everything you'd want or not want. Adam, you're always in here with the door closed, and we never get to see you. Are you carrying me? So I guess we're not having any fun today, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Damn, I just walked up with it. Need like four or five digits. Damn, if I got it, I spend it. Pull up in the all black seven nigga. That's my team, that's my team. We got that juice, got that juice. That's your girl been hanging like a noose. Hold on.
Once again, let me just remind you that all of the uh, content you, you listen to today, all of the content you just listened to, both of these segments are also available on the FilmWax Radio YouTube channel as video dialogues. So you can actually watch them. They were recorded, of course, on Zoom. And I do a little sprucing up, but, you know, you see pretty much the whole thing. So if you're not a subscriber, subscribe, because not only are these interviews there, but there's other interviews that never make it to the audio podcast. And hopefully over time, we'll only be expanding and doing more as maybe the uh, pandemic goes away. And, uh, you know, I, I feel like I'm a schmuck for even using those words, to be honest, but hopefully we'll be starting to do things in person again th this year. Until, though, that happens... Do subscribe. Do leave us a star rating on, on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. Do uh, leave us a review. It takes only a few moments, but it makes a big difference. And recommend the podcast to your friends. And you can subscribe to the YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash Radio. Thank you. Take care of yourselves and the ones you love. Until next time, Adam Chartoff, Film Wax Radio.